Thank you very much indeed for talking to me today in the Judge Business School's White Paper podcast. Can you tell me why you think that Britain's electricity industry needs an overhaul in its system of regulation? It's about climate change, you think, don't you, and fuel poverty? Yes, I think that Britain has had a system of regulation which has been based firmly on uh, deregulation and the introduction of competition. I think that has led us to focus on uh, introducing more com- competitors and in, on getting prices down. I think we're now moving into a world where um, reducing CO2 and um, focusing on poor customers' bills is, should be the centrepiece of our regulatory system. So what's wrong with the regulation at the moment? Is it too draconian? Is it driven by the stick rather than the carrot? I think that um, it's a regulatory system that was built 20 years ago and it's um, simply coming to the end of its natural life. I think we've had an incredibly benign period um, in uh, energy policy where we've had, for a long time, falling commodity prices increased competition and those have been delivering low prices until a few years ago um, in the energy sector and now clearly the world has been changing and we need to refocus our energy policy to reflect the changes in the world. Well if we look at climate change first, what can Ofgem do to make climate change better? Well I think uh, electricity is the first um, industry in the firing line in terms of CO2 reduction if we're going to deliver on 60 or 80% reductions in CO2 by 2050... Because that's what the Stern report wanted, isn't it? Yes, because that's um, in line with Stern, in line with government targets. If we're going to do that, we need an almost complete decarbonisation of the electricity sector. Um, That means getting rid of all the CO2 that's produced from electricity by about 2050. Um, that's going to require very radical intervention in the electricity system. Well, wouldn't the novice say, well, tell off Jim to just get on with it? Why can't they just do it? Why can't they just change their role and their function overnight? Well, they can't do that because Ofgem is an independent regulatory agency. It's uh, arm's length from government and clearly delivering on government targets in a way that requires a lot of intervention requires um, much more political decision-making than Ofgem is, I think, capable of making. So it needs the government to act first? Yes, and that can happen due to a combination of... Uh, ministerial uh, guidance, but also, I think, um, fundamental change in Ofgem's remit. Um, Ofgem needs to be given the authority over some of these climate change agenda items. So if Ofgem did have a new remit, would it mean that you could encourage smaller companies to go greener quicker? Um, Yes, I think that that would be part of it because I I think that if we're going to have this radical reduction in CO2 we need to leave all options open and it's not at all clear to me that the large incumbent electricity companies that that we've got at the moment can deliver on the government's climate change agenda by themselves. I think we need new business models in the electricity sector and that inevitably requires um, start-up companies to enter the electricity market. And how significant will renewable energy companies become? Well, I think what I would um, like to see happening in the electricity sector is us being open to the possibility that small renewable-based generator 
supplier companies will enter the market. Um, thus, we might see um, uh, small energy service companies which own some renewable generation and which supply small groups of customers locally um, being significant in the electricity sector by 2050. What about fuel poverty? Surely that's something that the government has to tackle, not a regulator in a new role. It has to give better advice to households like home insulation, which it's doing at the moment. Yeah, there's no doubt that there is a role for government in fuel poverty because um, ultimately the government is going to have to uh, address fuel poverty through the the tax and subsidy system. Um, And I think that is not the, it's not the role of a regulator to administer the tax and subsidy system. That's clearly the role of the Treasury. Um, but it may be the role of the regulator to advise the government on the most efficient way of, sub, of targeting taxes and subsidies in the electricity sector. So what are the chances of getting these new remits through? Are we likely to see Ofgem next year going over to tackle climate change and fuel poverty, or is it a long way down the road? I think that it's probably closer than we think. Um, it's already the case that Ofgem is taking climate change much more seriously and devoting a lot more of its resources to thinking about climate change-related issues. And I think that process will continue. I think the new uh, Government Department for Energy and Climate Change um, and the new Office of Climate Change are going to be very significant in shifting the focus of government activity And I think Ofgem will inevitably have to realign its activities with them. Well, then who would then take over the role that Ofgem is pursuing now in terms of breaking up monopolies and ensuring fair competition? Well, I think we probably still need an independent regulatory agency which is focused on monopoly control in the electricity sector. And we still need a specialist regulatory agency which is monitoring Uh, the details of competition in the electricity sector um, and that will maintain a continuing role for an independent regulatory agency. I think what is not clear is where the climate change agenda should lie and within which part of government that should be focused. If you were someone sitting at home listening to this interview, you might think, well, how does it affect me? Will it change the amount I'm charged for electricity in the future? Uh, Will my house Um, emit less carbon emissions in the future. How long before the householder sees change? Well, I think the householder um, will see increasing change over the next 20 to 30 years because there's no doubt that we will end up paying more for each unit of electricity and gas consumed. Um, So there's no doubt that we will pay more for each unit. Of course, what we don't know is how fast the number of units that we consume will come down. I think it's clear that um, meeting the climate change targets is going to cost something. Um, Stern was talking about something like 1% of GDP, and that would be equivalent to, say, an increase of uh, 50% or so in energy prices. Um, Who actually pays for that? is not altogether clear, but it seems to me that it'll be a combination of taxpayer and individual energy consumers. Where else in the world is a regulator like Ofgem pursuing this new remit that you're proposing? Well, I think that Ofgem continues to be a world-leading independent energy agency, 
And I don't think that it's possible to clearly say there are any other um, regulators who have uh, addressed this agenda clearly enough. And if anything, things are going the other way with governments taking more of the functions of independent um, electricity agencies back into um, uh, government uh, departments. Um, that's been happening in the in the Netherlands and seems likely to happen in many other countries which are not as committed to competition as the UK has been. So if you had a message to government at the moment in terms of climate change, in terms of fuel poverty, what would that message be? Well, I think that the message would be don't lose sight of the achievements that we've um, seen over the last 20 or so years in terms of liberalisation of the electricity market, but now is the time to think about uh, a fundamental reorganisation of the institutions which are responsible for it. Dr Michael Pollitt, thank you for talking to me today in the Judge Business School's White Paper Podcasts.